0: Welcome to Bleached.
1: The podcast for real-ass topics with real-ass hairdressers.
0: Hey, babes. Hi. It's Caleb and Sid. Woo. We are recording for you. I don't know.
1: What happened to you?
0: I don't know. I'm so tired. Stop.
1: So we had an exciting weekend.
0: We had an exciting, I had an exciting day.
1: We're going to get to that. Okay, but I was not I was not a part of that, so we're gonna talk about the weekend. That's fine. But the holiday parties have already started.
0: Holiday parties have started, and
1: it's it's very very early into the beginning of December, and it's just funny. We did our podcast last week about the holidays, and it's like
0: and now we're experiencing them hardcore. Well, we went to the Hote Hippie party, which Hote Hippie is one of our clients that we work with. If you've ever looked at Hote Hippie dot com, they're they beautiful clothing company. Clothing we did the hair for them most of it so it
1: was really cool it was a networking holiday gig it was mostly everybody that's ever worked for the brand got together we could bring friends family anything like that
0: all the models were skinny and tall that of were course there. So, so
1: I felt, I felt like being 5'5 I was on a very lower atmosphere than um everything that was going on above me so I just felt kind of kind of felt left out well, like being short
0: we had like access to the food
1: yeah we had all access the, to the models food. couldn't see it. it at all they kept it looking was,
0: for it but they couldn't mm-hmm. see it.
1: they couldn't see <laughs> the bar though because that was up but it was that's right it was great and I got there late so I was so hungry and I just remember trying to be professional and uh, frivolously shoving little brownie bites salted brownie bites in my mouth like at least six of them
0: I finally told no Sid. Yellow. Ans- no Ansley was there, our producer was there. And they were both eating. I was like, guys, we gotta look like we're not just here for the food. But I was. But I was pretty much just there for the bar.
1: <laughs> and by the time I got to the bar, it was only tequila. And uh which was which was great. But it was actually great. It was a great networking. I actually saw some makeup artists that I've worked with in the past and I haven't seen them forever and um photographers we've worked with that. You know, we're, like, just trying to... So many people, at was fun. Yeah, it was a really good time, but...
0: It's cool to reconnect like that, too, with people that you work with, and then you haven't seen them, and then, bam, there they are.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we really just put ourselves out there and showed up, and you never want to turn those things down.
0: I always want to turn those always. down. Always,
1: and I won't let him, which is great, because then he thanks me later, but tell me about today.
0: Today, I shot a commercial for the Grand Hyatt Hotel. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was with Josh and it, and it was so much fun and it was amazing and it's going to be a really cool holiday, um, Hyatt commercial that you guys will probably see. So I did the, the hair and the makeup on, uh, on Mr. Shmobin.
1: It was, I, in the middle of the day, you know, I always am like, how's your day going? And cause I was, you know, here by myself. So. I wanted to be, you know, up in his biz, but I'm like, "How's your day going?" And he sends me this video that was just seriously like Christmas just exploded <laughs> all over everybody, and it was just like carolers and like people it dancing. Was like a party and, scene. Yeah, like it was glitter, amazing. and I was just like, "I'm over here, like literally, was dancing while I was watching." It, it was, it was really. really I don't cool. know if
0: you know this, but when they do the glitter cannon, they have to every time vacuum the whole thing. I, I wouldn't doubt it. So we shot the very last scene first because it just was a mess we actually shot the whole thing backwards so we started with the last scenes that people that weren't so as we worked our way back we had less and less people that we had there it was smart but it was uh it was interesting to watch it create be created i mean that, that makes way. sense
1: because there was like probably 50 people in that video that you sent me so no
0: there were probably 200 people
1: in that video well that I, I only saw 50 but
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun day but it was just
1: a clip it was
0: but- a fun day i uh i think i did a talk um, one of our recorded conference calls that we do, um, but I did a talk on the Diva Stylist and it's so funny cause I ran into one.
1: If you haven't read this blog, you need to.
0: Read the blog, Listen to the recorded call, um, the class on how to deal with a Diva Stylist and how to not be one. Um, but this was definitely a Diva Stylist. Definitely someone who probably has a lot of potential, but was just an asshole. Because we were we were standing there for one of the scenes and he it was me and um the josh's assistant and the the guy behind me was like i have not even seen one person on josh's team touch him up and i'm and i'm standing right there and we started laughing because i'm like obviously this guy doesn't know
1: first off what was his job and why was his he job was hair and makeup
0: on the on like the extras
1: got it so Okay. But it
0: was just like, it was, it was, it was just, unnecessary, it was unnecessary and honestly, but we started not- laughing and he just wouldn't stop talking about it. And we finally, me and Josh's assistant, um, we looked at each other and we're like, does he know that like we are standing right here or does he <laughs> just not know at all? And does he know that I don't touch up Josh in front of everyone because Josh is a celebrity and probably hates that? Like, I don't know if you, if anyone works with male celebrities, they don't like being pampered Mm-mm. in front of a bunch of people. I don't like it as a man. I don't like it. I love it. Yeah. Like women, <laughs> like. Like female celebrities, you this is part of the job. Like you gotta make sure their hair is perfect. Doesn't matter if you jump in and do their makeup in front of other people. But like with a man, it's it's a different thing. You want to make sure that like they feel comfortable and confident. So I'm like, dude, maybe we, you know, the reason you haven't seen it is because I'm I'm amazing at my job.
1: <laughs> it's called private. It's tampering. called
0: yeah. It's called getting it done and getting it out of the way. <laughs> so it was just funny to run into someone like that.
1: It's just it's sad that that.
0: He later found out who I was and was like, "So how'd you get this job?" I was like, "Dude, I don't have time to speak."
1: I would me. have made something up. Like I was just at Starbucks and I, you know, was, was reading my book of I, "How I, Dreams Come True" in York, and
0: he just I found me and I, <laughs> plucked me off the street. It was so annoying. It was like, you know, you finally get to a place in your career where I really enjoyed this part of my career, and someone is, you know, it just goes to show that like it doesn't matter where you're at there's always someone to kind of like remind you that like you're not that great (laughs) you know what really is is it knocks you down a few pegs but i think it's good it's good for my ego
1: yeah and that's a big reason why we started this company and this brand in the first place was to share because that was a huge thing that was happening in our industry was people were taking their knowledge and how they got successful and they were hiding it and hoarding it for themselves and they were so afraid of people taking their jobs that it's just, that's not a thing. <laughs> There's plenty of work to go around for everybody. So it's it's one of those moments that it's just like, share with each other. Share the information.
0: Yeah. And I I think we're in the information age. So even if people aren't trying to share anymore, it's... It's out there. It's out there. And you, it will get, Yeah,
1: you know, even even the things that we talk about, the information is out there. It's just, we're bringing it at you. And
0: people remember you when you teach them something. Completely. We're both teachers. We both, and all of our students remember us, you know? <sighs> Um, because we, you, you, when you help people grow in that way, you're invaluable to them. Yeah. Do you ever think that people just hate us in the industry?
1: <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Like,
0: they do. I know that when I'm working, I meet people, and they don't like me. <laughs> and so I'm wondering if people don't like me all the time. am
1: actually, <laughs> you know, someone said on uh, we on one of the reviews, just like that I was so uh, so sweet and I'm like oh my gosh I'm so glad that that transferred through your stereo in your car and you you got that information because people think that I'm a raging bitch hole is that even a thing I, I'm just everybody I want you hashtag bitch hole for me everybody like I don't I don't think I have a resting bitch face I'm always smiling but people think I am a bitch and I don't know if it's just because like I carry myself confidently and I'm I'm very aloof but I'm very like um. I don't know how to explain it, but I get all the time, all the time. I thought you were a bitch right, when I when first met it's you, and the I'm like, same
0: with me. Same. But you are a bitch. <laughs> so I I am, <laughs> no, I I am when I need to be, mm-hmm. and I don't feel that I need to be very. Confident.
1: I call Caleb the angry the angry mom that looks for the manager. I put him on any <laughs> task that is in that area. Uh, for example, if, um, food needs to go back or a company messed up and he needs to make a phone call or (laughs) landlords, he, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive.
0: I just have this, I my biggest pet peeve is like, I I feel that I'm very good at my job. So I expect everyone to be very good at their job.
1: High standards.
0: It's not high standards. It's, (laughs) that should be a regular, that's (laughs) a regular standard. That should be a life standard. Like that you just are good at your job. (laughs) So. When I spend my whole life trying to be very good at what I do, trying to provide educational services, doing good hair, like, I'm not even saying that I'm great. I'm good at what I do. I expect everyone to be good at what they do. And when you fall short and you're an idiot about it, I just want you to know. You're like, I'm
1: not even expecting you to be phenomenal. And the funny thing is, I don't even need them
0: to solve the problem, but I do want them to know I think they're an idiot. (laughs) That's the most <laughs> important part to me. It's such an egotistical bullshit thing to do. But he's
1: really good at it. So if anybody out there <laughs> has a, a situation with a business or a landlord or anything like that, Just and you need to phone. put angry mom Caleb on, he will He will get the job done. Yeah.
0: I have tricks <laughs> if you want to learn. actually, We you, should
1: do. <laughs> if
0: you want to learn how to always win an argument, I can teach you that. If you're one of my students listening, you can ask me in our next meeting. But it's a secret, top secret. Mm. I learned it from my mother. Your mother? Um, He got it from his mother. Yeah. I learned a few techniques from my mom, and I learned a few techniques from my dad. I brought them together, and now the force is very hard to deal with (laughs) for other people. So, but um, yeah, I just I wanted to ask that question. If there's any of you out there that hate us, I really want to know. Hate just Really want hate mail? I really want more hate mail. We get like random hate mail, but I want like the real deal
1: one time we had someone on our facebook that was it was just like trolling our facebook and it was oh, he kept yeah. he kept making fun in every well, one of our pictures it? he was making fun of your hair for no reason Like <laughs> <laughs> it was great Damn. and everybody's like you should just delete him but we did it we were like no, we it love it like, he's, he's great up
0: business let's let it
1: go it was it was really cool but i think uh, a big thing in this industry is to just not be not have not be so sensitive you know just you know your worth and and you should take i have it for a saying is and...
0: don't act like a hairdresser <laughs> i hate when hairdressers act like hairdressers and i saw them all today just you are a real person with the talent and yeah, you're an artist be a professional and like stop talking about like your favorite colors like i hate it like just like just like be normal and like do your job and be professional like you don't hear like plumbers talking about their favorite tools <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, don't get, they don't all get together at the end of the day and go, I really love this plunger. <laughs> I, I really love Have it. you tried this plunger? because yeah, this, this is the one that works the best. Just be. matic
1: 5000. Know,
0: it's fun to talk about our industry, it's fun to do all those things. And I might sound like a Debbie Downer, but like, sometimes I just want to sit with hairdressers and not talk about hair all the time. Mm-mm. Like, can we talk about other things? We're smart people. Yeah. Can we talk about politics? We talk, we've already talked about this. Can we talk about religion, politics, I don't know, current events?
1: Or just things that we're interested in, you know? We
0: Or the Mindy Project.
1: Yeah, or fan mail.
0: Yes, fan mail. Oh. Yeah, so we have, where is she? Samantha from La La Land. La La Land. She says, hey guys, I just wanted to say I'm in love with your podcast. Mm-hmm. I recently got wind of it through Facebook, and I decided to take a listen to it on my commute to work in the horrible LA traffic. Needless to say, you were a hit, and I want more. That being said, I'm definitely feeling the lack, a lack in my career. I have been in the industry for 15 years, and I've hit a wall, and I have the same clients, I do the same thing, and I collect my paycheck. But after listening to your podcast, I got re-inspired, and I just don't know how to restart that fire that I used to have. Please help. Love you guys. Samantha.
1: Real quick, before we dive into that, because I feel like it's going to get deep. I just want to thank all of you out there. We are getting your notifications on Instagram and your mm-hmm. tagged images of you listening to the podcast. And we just want to say thank you. You like us. Yeah. You lo- they love me. They really love me. <laughs> but it's, it's so great to see that. And um, yeah, we thank you and, and share it with your friends because that's why we're doing this is for you guys. And you know, just to, to be the voice for you. But anyways, back to Samantha. Okay. Where do we start?
0: First of all, this problem is what everyone has. I mean, we created this business because we had this problem.
1: Yeah, and we we, we have had this problem within the business. It, it's mm-hmm. One of those things as an artist behind the chair or even a salon owner is that you're always going to hit a point within a year or a month or anything like that where you're going to fall into what we call the lack. Where just it's like you're inspired and then you're not. And then you're inspired and then you're not. And it's your job as a person to if you care and you have passion for what you're doing is to go out there and, and find it, find what's going to inspire you or you know have people that inspire you to kind of keep you on your
0: toes. The one thing that keeps me inspired, I think, in this industry is this desire to constantly recreate myself as a creative individual. And there's really only so much, and this is a personal opinion, but there's really only so much as a hair stylist that you can do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's only so many colors that you can make. There's only so many. Like we're just coming out of a phase of rainbow hair. What do the, What do you guys want to do next? What's going to be? You just out there? played with all the colors. <laughs> like now, what do you want to do? And this is what we're gonna feel an industry lull. I. This is a prediction that I'm making. We're gonna feel an a lull in the industry because what can you do after you play after you've taken someone's hair? And made it thousands of colors. Mm-hmm. The only thing left to do is go back to classics, which is fine. Maybe yeah. we go back to classics and reinvent them a little bit. This is why we get in funks because there really is only so much we can do. We have a limited amount of creative freedom. So, I
1: think this after- is when
0: you. But I think this is when you start like thinking about what you want to do with your career. Maybe it's not so much finding inspiration in what you're currently doing. Maybe it's now you do freelance. Now you do weddings. Now you do celebrities. Now you move to New York. Now you move to LA. Now you open a business. So there are other avenues that are probably scary that you have to jump into if you want to still feel inspired. But if you don't feel inspired, you have to fucking jump off a cliff. You can't like... You'll definitely feel inspired when you jump off cliff.
1: I think too, we have so many things that we do as stylists behind the chair or salon owners that it's not just technique-based. It is... You know, business base. Sometimes, like right now, Caleb and I are about to take a class just to teach us how to speak better. And we've been speaking for crowds and for years, for years as educators. And you know, there's always things that we can do to better ourselves. I know for a fact that that is going to help me when I do hair behind the chair because I, th-
0: it's yeah, I think I think bettering yourself as a person and not always as a hairdresser. Can re inspire something.
1: Don't get so stuck in the box. We do
0: many things, so you can go
1: out there and bring. I'm a writer. Yeah, but you bring it to the hair world. I
0: bring it to the hair world, but I also have writing where I that isn't the hair world, and that's okay. And I think that I think that hairdressers need to know that, like, as a creative person, creative people do love to do creative things in all areas. Mm -hmm. But hairdressers think like this is their creative outlet. But the reality is, you're an artist. You're creative, so. You're going to need to find other things that you love as well, playing instruments, painting, writing, you know. Yeah. Any, just anything that like in, that inspires you.
1: And that is the biggest reason. I, I know all of us can say that we know someone, or maybe we are that person, that has left the salon because it just wasn't enough anymore. They weren't making more money. That was me. It wasn't more inspiring. It wasn't any more inspiring. So what did they do? They left and they went into a different career path, when the reality oh. of it is – that they could have just re-inspired themselves or learned something new. Lack of education is a huge reason why people leave this industry is because they either don't have the confidence or they don't have the education and they don't have anybody to kind of mentor them, and push them into their next level. But that's that's the one thing that we want to see not happen because you can make this your lifelong mission. Just have a plan, have a goal, you know, keep yourself
0: on if a you path of inspiration. If you don't want to hear, do don't do Sometimes that's all you need is permission to not listen, I've only done hair like Sid is different. Sid was going to be a nurse, she was going to school to be a nurse, and then she was like, "You know what, I don't want this and then changed her career path to be a hairdresser, and she loves it. I have only been a hairdresser. I was a hairdresser at the age of fifteen, I was going to school at the age of fifteen, got my license really early. I've never done anything else, so there's you know that's why I am so inspired by the business end. And teaching business because I grew up in a really entrepreneurial. My dad's an entrepreneur, and um, it's almost like your outlet. It's my outlet.
1: Whereas I did things like bartending and serving, where I felt creatively on hold. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't doing anything that I creatively wanted. Even in school as nursing, I wasn't being the artist that I wanted to be. So when I finally did find hair ten years ago, I was like, oh, "This is it!" Like yeah. I've done it, and to be able to incorporate that with what we're doing with destroy the hairdresser
0: it's just a beautiful thing we found something special and i think everyone else can do that as well they just have to
1: don't quit that's the point our our main point is
0: show up don't quit evolve
1: evolve yeah
0: you know and it's hard to do it's scary to do but it's it's important not to get stuck and it's important to constantly create movement and it's important to create inspirational movement
1: so how would you create inspirational movement is a big think, question that you need to ask yourself. Yeah, what I, inspires you, and how are you going to incorporate in your life? Like, it could. It, I think
0: making a list of what inspires you. Um, and I'm saying, for example, it inspires me to. I love to work at night. Okay, I love when the sun goes down. FYI,
1: I don't <sighs> love to work at night. I love. We are on such opposite schedules, we, but we have found a like a. A middleman <laughs> schedule because yeah. I'm like, go to bed. And he's like.
0: <laughs> we work different hours, and but we work some of the same.
1: Yeah. In the middle.
0: but um, I'm more
1: inspired in the morning, and he's yeah. more
0: Friday night, but it works. And I think, and you know, you have, like, I'm inspired at nighttime. I get creative at nighttime. I want to, like. I want to go to bed at nighttime. Brainstorm at nighttime. And so that inspires me. So I know that about myself. I allow that. That inspires inspirational movement. In fact, I think this entire business was most likely built that night. Completely. And I think that's – and it's not because it needed to be. It's because I'm, I felt the most inspiration from that time. And then Sid built part of the business during the day in the morning, when she felt inspired at the time. One of the things we didn't want to do was work when we didn't want to work.
1: That's huge. I think that should be for everybody. And that's one thing that we really push our students to do is – take a day off and it sounds terrifying because you're like what do you mean if you don't want to off?
0: work mornings just fucking don't work mornings.
1: yeah why the hell are you getting up early if you don't want to
0: yeah no one is productive when they don't want to work
1: it's not beneficial for anybody including yourself
0: so tell your employer to go fuck themselves and that you're gonna work <laughs> evenings okay
1: please don't send us an email saying i told my employer
0: i just think that like if you're okay if you're an employer if you're a salon owner listening to this if you were to go to every person in your salon and say, What is your ideal schedule? And you gave it to them, what is the worst that would happen to your business? Mm-hmm. That it would grow and flourish and be one of the best places that anyone's ever worked? Mm-hmm. Or is it more important that you have a schedule as a salon owner where you can tell people where and how they need to work? Which is going to turn into what? So, people leaving, people not being happy, bitch fest meetings. Mm-hmm. People like every salon has the same problems because every salon does the same things. Yeah. Be every a salon, salon be a hair does. boss. This be is a hair their, boss. Be a hair boss, and ask all of your ask all of your um, employees behind the chair what schedule they want to work, and then think about doing it. Thinking of, think about let, letting them do it because your business will grow.
1: And if you're a stylist, take the time to sit down and figure out what's going to make you happy. Like, are you Instead of working more, it's it's that saying, work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Fill in the days that you're working. Make them everything. Give them everything you have. And then the days that you have off, give them everything you have.
0: How about work happier, not harder? Uh, that's a good one, right?
1: That's so good. We're going to we put just, that
0: on the Instagram. That's a trademark.
1: <laughs> trademark, don't <steal> it. <laughs> work <laughs> happier, not harder.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, write that down.
1: <laughs> see, this is how This is how we This work is how to destroy the hairdresser happens. <laughs> we, we Caleb was like, "We need to destroy the hairdresser." And I was like, oh, "We need to make that our blog name." And then it just blew up from there. So, see how it happens. Work happy in a
0: y'all.
1: So, back back to just feeling that lack.
0: But feeling lack is a great place to be. And I think this is what people don't understand. If
1: people can recognize it. That's where it's beneficial to you as an artist when is if you can recognize it.
0: you feel lack, it only means that there's an opportunity there. It means that this is the moment where inspiration is about to come pouring in.
1: It's the calm before the storm.
0: Yeah. So if you don't feel lack, you should be more concerned. Because that means that you're full and there's no room for anything else.
1: And that's a huge problem.
0: And if there's no room for anything else
1: you got to dump that shit.
0: Yeah, you got to get rid of some of it. So when you feel lack naturally, be excited. So Samantha, you should be very excited. You should say, I feel lack. Because what your brain and body and soul are going to do is figure out how to fill that lack.
1: And start preparing yourself for what's to come next.
0: But you have to choose what you fill that lack with. Are you going to fill it with drugs? Are you going to fill it with sex? Are you going to fill it with- Rock and roll? Food. (laughs) Or are you going to fill it with books, knowledge, education? Like what are you going to fill that family lack with? time? Family, yeah. So it's about. It's not about. I feel lack. Oh, I feel lack. I hate well, it. Whoa, it's
1: me. I'm a victim. Yeah,
0: it needs to be. I f- I'm so excited. I feel lack because it means that there's room for something else. There's some. There's room for something new. So if you're if you're listening to this and you don't feel lack and you feel like everything's great, it's coming.
1: One of my students are going through this right now, and she's in a place where it is that and our biggest thing together was to change her mentality. Like, okay, you're in a lack and it's not very busy right now, but look at all the time you have to plan all the things that you want to do now and look at all the great things that are going to happen because you had this time, because you have not had time. So it's one of those things that you're, you're really looking at things in a different consciousness and really taking them and running with them,
0: which is great. You should never lack, lack. Will you stop trademarking shit? I don't know <laughs> why he down. he
1: drank something today that he's just spitting them out. You like, should
0: never lack. Lack. Write that down.
1: Are you writing these down? I'm
0: writing them down. But it's it's true. Like if you don't feel lack, you are full. There is no room. You're actually in a bad place. That doesn't mean don't enjoy it when you feel full, or that when don't enjoy it when everything's good. But just know that growth only comes when there's room. It's
1: everybody can contest to this that everybody. Has gone through a horrible experience and has risen from it because of that experience. You have to go through that experience to grow into your next you. So it's one thing that is just so great. We we on our forum, I asked that question. I I basically summed up that question, and we got all these great stories about students that we have, and and we had no idea. And it was so great to see their growth out of something so horrible.
0: So lack's a very great thing. I think that's one of the lessons. You're welcome. You're welcome to that one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think also, like we said earlier, creating inspirational movement and really focusing on what is it that inspires me and how can I work in my inspiration. Inspiring can mean many things. To me, I'm more inspired when I feel comfortable and relaxed. Yeah. And I'm in an environment that I love. So that means I need to work in a place that I love working. It means I need to have a schedule that I love having. That means I need to be surrounded with people that I love being surrounded with. And these are all ballsy things to ask for, by the way. Yeah. Because we've been trained that you don't, you can't have it all.
1: But I don't know if you know this, but again, going back to there's work for everyone. And there is ideal work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do something for the rest of your life, it should not be miserable. Especially when it's a craft that is so cool as the craft that we
0: have. This is what I love about millennials and being a millennial is my father. I grew up with a really, um, not a strict father, but a father who... In his mind, work is work. You, you don't right. have to enjoy it. Yeah. But you have to do my it. My
1: mother was the same way. And
0: that's okay, because that's how that generation was. I Work is dis- still work but I for have us. S- I'm going to say publicly, Dad, that I completely disagree with you, and it's so funny. He's
1: going to be our first hate mail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, because my dad actually, I think, finally realized like that work now and work then are, are two different you things. You can't even compare
1: them. Well, it's almost like our generation put... our foot down and we're like no we're
0: like well we're we're gonna gonna
1: work hard we're just gonna do it our way so that's the difference it's not that we're not working hard
0: if we're gonna work all the time we're gonna fucking enjoy it yeah because what's the that's miserable so i think if you if and if anyone ever talks to me if you're a student of mine and you make any type of excuse like well i have bills to pay we all do get over yourself oh i have you know i have to take care of my family yeah yes you do and you know what you know how you a great way of not taking care of your family is not taking care of yourself and then taking it out on your family. Yeah. Blaming your family. Like, you're already blaming your family. And, oh, I can't have my dream job because I've taken care of my family. Yeah. So you're already blaming B- your
1: Don't blame me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I had I had a parent that blamed me for things like that. And it, it, it's not inspiring as a kid. And I don't look at that person and say, I hope I live my life like that.
1: No, it makes you do the complete opposite.
0: Please don't make any fucking excuses around Sid or myself. If you if we try to help you move on, if we try to help you go to another place, find a better place, we're giving this advice to go out and find the job that you actually fucking want and you and you have an excuse and it's something like, Well, I just don't have the time. My case is
1: different because Yeah.
0: Your case is not different.
1: You just you, can't. You know what the reality moving. is?
0: There's not enough lack. People that don't change They're afraid. They're afraid, not enough afraid enough to
1: flack. have Downtime, so they don't experience. So they growth. fill
0: their life, yeah. Where there is no lack, and it's just full of crap. Full of shit. Full of shit. That's where that comes from. <laughs> Trademark that.
1: Someone already did.
0: <laughs> I just think, it's, I just think it's like when someone tells me they have all these dreams, and that I'm like, like what's stopping I've you? had people say like, oh my god, you're such an inspiration. I can't believe you've gone after what you wanted. I'm like, and you, and you, and you are doing what?
1: Why aren't you doing it? Yeah, like,
0: you can do the same thing. In fact, I hope that you do better than me.
1: Yeah.
0: Go do something That, like- is, the,
1: that is the goal. I, we are inspiring our students to do podcasts, to do classes that I hope, to God, they become better. huge.
0: And the reality is that not everybody will do it.
1: And some will do it and take mm-hmm. the fuck off, which is so great.
0: But you guys have potential out there to do so many things. And I think, as hairdressers, we do put ourselves in the box. I think people put us in a box and then we were like, ew, this box sucks, but then we got comfortable in it.
1: Mm-hmm. We were like, well, maybe we'll just stay in here because yeah.
0: it's warm. One of my biggest pet peeves about being a hairdresser is this idea that we're not smart. Ugh. I have a very hard time. You, with
1: that. you went to hair school because you couldn't do college.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's really like, I didn't go to college. I tried, you know, I went, like, I tried to go to college and then I thought it was a scam. Mm-hmm. Twice, I tried to go to college twice. I tried to go to a new school university. It's like a great university. I got accepted twice, and every time I went, I was like, "This is a scam. This is
1: a pyramid scheme."
0: (laughs) I literally was like, "You're taking this much money and teaching teaching
1: me what I already know."
0: So, for people that did not go to college,
1: it's okay.
0: It's okay because you're
1: still smart.
0: You're very smart. You
1: is smart. You is.
0: You don't know the rest of it. I don't
1: know the rest of it. I've never seen
0: the movie. Our our lead blog writer, Kate Wright. She's amazing. She's awesome. She just did an interview with Jay Clark from Fellow Barber. And he is one of my kind of like... I When I worked at Aveda, I used to tell my students about how important Instagram I tell my students how important Instagram I mean, was. We tell
1: all our students
0: that. But Jay Clark got his start in the industry through Instagram, and you can read all about that on Kate's blog on our read website. Read all about it. Yeah, it's really good.
1: It's actually a really good story about just success from putting yourself out there, and that's that's a lot of what this podcast was about today. Was he was so inspiring about just putting yourself in situations that are going to make you more successful and. Push you forward to drive that growth, you know.
0: Absolutely. So that
1: that inspirational movement.
0: Yes, he is an inspirational movement. He of, is of an his, inspirational movement. We'll
1: have to get him on this.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe if he's listening, he can give us a give us a little
1: shout out, a little
0: email, <laughs> so we can get that going. But again, his uh, I'm going to give you his Instagram real quick. J. Clark Walker uh at J. Clark Walker. It's not J A Y, it's just the letter J Clark Walker. So follow him. He's really great. If you wanna get some wanna get a dope uh men's haircut, go to Fellow Barber and check him out as well. But uh yeah, read his article with Kate, um the interview they had. It'll be up uh when this when this gets released. On yeah. Thursday. Tomorrow. No. On Soon. Thursday.
1: <laughs> so with the holidays coming and everybody trying to figure out what they can get for each other a great thing that you can get for a friend in the industry or if your you son. are a hair boss and you want to get your staff something is our DTH elite membership and that is only 9.99 a month mm-hmm. and you get really cool things you get to be a part of our conference calls monthly our weekly emails and our Facebook live brunch sessions mm-hmm. uh where we drink mimosas and
0: just chat. chat, yeah. Chat,
1: chat. What did I say? <laughs> Tat. <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're chatting.
0: But um, <laughs> you also get to have access to our network, uh, which is priceless. If you ask me,
1: price. Did you hear that? Priceless.
0: <laughs> but we want to. We're building this,
1: and we really we have a, such a strong community within our our group, and we really want to share that with everybody. So
0: mm-hmm. tell it's your only friends. for the cool people. The group's only for cool people. Yeah. So. So, show. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for a good stocking stuffer that's virtual, it's right on our front page on our web page. Uh, you can sign people up. If you sign them up, if you want to do it as a present, you can sign them up. Just make sure that you put their name and their email address, and they will get access. So you can sign somebody else up and pay for it, mm-hmm. but it's nine ninety nine a month. Um, or if you want to give them a one time gift, have them sign, sign them up for Hair Babes or Hair Boss, the class, which is really cool, ninety day course with us. So we offer you guys a lot because. Really, just because I want to hang out with people more.
1: I really do too. I just want to <laughs> give them everything I've got. So wanna,
0: yeah. So we want to give you what we have. We want to hang out with you more. We're starting our so own. So if you cult. ever
1: meet us and we look exhausted, it's all
0: for you. It's all for you. We love making you guys feel guilt. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like your mother. Like your mother. <laughs> but um, no, I uh, when we started our company, we were like, we want to build a cult,
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: finally coming true. Uh-huh. But we promise, there's no purple Kool Aid.
1: No, not at all.
0: We want everyone to live.
1: <laughs> the trick here is success. Yes. We want you to be successful. Yes. No one's going to die in the end.
0: And we do want to be thanked in award speeches. But that's it. But that's all. Like but if that's all we're asking. Like, if you become one of our students or you hang out with us and we inspired you and you win an award, like, we'd love a shout out.
1: Just a quick one.
0: Yeah. You like, know? you can thank God, your mother, and destroy the hairdresser. Done. Like, those- Look,
1: l- we've already written your speech.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then what else
1: do we have coming up? Nothing much. I think it's just holiday funness and then we have some fun things coming in the new year for you guys, so you'll hear about those soon.
0: Oh, I know. Speaking of next year, come to New Orleans, come to the Bayou Saint Blonde class held by the Left Brain Group. There's gonna be a ton of people there doing technical classes and we will be there doing business classes. We're
1: actually we should tell them. Yeah, go ahead. We're actually going to be doing our business segment, but we're going to do it as a live podcast, Mm -hmm. which is really cool because then we can have Q and A's with everyone there and give you some great advice, but also have it recorded for you guys out there, which is great too. uh, Yeah. If you couldn't
0: make it, it'll be recorded. And
1: they're giving really cool swag bags away with everybody's information and um, special prizes, including us. And it's going to be great. It's going to be featured all over New Orleans and different locations. You kind of get a tour of New Orleans, which yeah. is awesome.
0: It's going to be fun. Plus, you just want to come hang out with us. Yeah,
1: we really want to, like, go out to dinner with everybody and meet everybody. And I think day one, we're going to be hanging around and just kind of getting to know everyone. And then day two is when we do our segment. So, yeah, come and hang out and meet us and talk to us and ask us questions. That's if what we you want.
0: would like to sign up, go to... The Left Brain And I think that's all we have time for today.
1: Okay, Hair babies, have a lovely week.
0: Bye, guys. Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.